Welcome to Dancing with Gravity, my podcast about seeing the world through the eyes of a juggler. My name is Cyril Rabat, I'm your host, and I'm French. I have been a professional juggler for the past 25 years. This is episode number 10 on what I call the, the painter's perspective. Um, it's like a concept, but I mean... Yeah, I'm going to talk about it like it's a concept, but it's a reality. And that concept took me a while to get to. Um, I came to it through many years of experience and, and practice and performance. And I, I find it very helpful for uh, performers like me and specifically for jugglers Um, to deal with critic and being able to criticize oneself, but at the same time um, take it in a constructive way, I would say. So the painter's perspective came to me when I was um, practicing in South of France and uh, spending my time time juggling and practicing and I was living uh, on the same in the same um, compound than a very dear friend of mine a painter and she was uh, producing a lot of painting and having clients come over and selling her art she at the time she didn't have a, an agent And she was, you know, like dealing with having to hear people criticize her art. Not, not necessarily in a bad way, because a critic is, uh, I mean, the way I understand critic is not necessarily negative. It can be positive. Uh, but I think I think we have the tendency to think like a compliment is like positive and a critic is negative. But you know, an art critic just you know, title of an art critic is just to have an opinion about art and help us maybe have a better understanding or opinion ourselves about about art. So it's not necessarily positive or negative. It's just uh, supposedly. Uh, constructive and it is something to be able as an artist to be able to hear critic you know because um well it's our ass on the line you know it's like um hearing that you're wrong or like you're not right exactly the way you are and well we're not Because we're learning and I don't think anyone is perfect and I don't think any artist at any given point is actually perfect and that's it. You know, like they master their art and there's no more to be uh, discovered, um, improved, uh, 
deepened whatever it is, you know. So I was noticing this friend of mine and the way she was listening to critics. And I noticed that actually physically she was able to stand next to a client and look at her art once it was done, you know, like she was able like to physically step back and look at their own creation. That is something uh, as a live performer that I cannot do because the art only happens when I'm actually doing it. And during this period of time, the art is real in a sense, like it's, it's physical. You can, you can, you know, you can see it, you can experience it, you can feel it. Sometimes you can taste it. You can, sometimes you can touch it, but it's happening now. Once the moment in time is done, the art is gone. And that makes it uh, that we have the tendency as a performer to um, blend ourselves as a person, like as, as a person with an ego and with an identity, we blend ourselves to the art that just was created, which is much more difficult for a painter to do because, you know, if they blend themselves with their painting, well, they're crazy, right? Like there's a difference. There's physically a difference between the actual painting and the person who painted the painting. Even though the painting originated from the imagination and the technique and the resources and uh, the art of that painter, uh, it's not the same. And that when I understood that it's the same with me, I'm actually not the same. Even though when I'm on stage, I am the one incarnating my art it's I'm not the same. I'm not the art. Once I'm done performing and I get out of stage and I remove my costume and my makeup and I take a shower and I let it go and I change and I become on the other side as a civil in a way um, to use a military term like the military and the civil population and where, I, you know, on one side, I'm the artist and on the other side, I'm just the normal person. And it took me a really long time to develop the ability to talk with someone about the art that just happened, about my performance. And look at it the same way a painter can stand next to someone and look at their painting, understanding the person and maybe even myself we are critiquing not me but the art which is different and that is a challenge for um f for artists performers in the circus for jugglers and it's even more of a challenge than for example actors because you think about it, an actor uh, in a theater or in the movies, they go through the same thing, right? Like 
they are the they are incarnating the the um the character so they're incarnating the character and they're making it real in front of you and for us looking at the you know movie the the theater piece the play or whatever it is we see those part those people as being the character so it can be hard afterwards to understand that the person you're meeting is not the character you just saw it it's the actor and and the actor was interpreting an um, you know a character and i think that's the problem that happens to like a lot of movie stars like i'm talking like big time movie stars or people that are very very famous through a medium and people just confuse them with those characters that they know they they are sometimes and i i know it's hard as an artist and I, i'm not a movie star f far from it i'm not famous at all I, i but on my level i already experienced that like people seeing me and seeing the the performer that i just was on stage and and seeing only that part of me and it's not even a part of me anymore because once i'm off stage i'm not that performer anymore i'm i'm myself so it's not even like they're seeing only this part of me they're seeing nearly someone else they're seeing the the art instead of seeing the person and this is something that's human and not normal like you cannot force people like because sometimes when you you know you 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 have a, you're i don't know you're a fan of someone like a big actor and then you see them in re multiple movies and sometimes big actors they don't act very well they're like they have some sort of like persona on the screen so they're kind of like always the same persona but in different movies And in that case, you can think that you actually know them. You know, we, we can come to the conclusion that we, we know that person, but they're not themselves. They're acting. That's what it's called. It's a movie and there's a director and an actor and they're acting. They're, they're not who they are exactly in real life because in real life, they're normal people like you and I and, you know, they eat, they 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 shit they they sleep they they burp they do dumb things they do great things they, they you know they're just normal people so we only see what the director want us to see and that can create a lot of confusion and that can create a lot of confusion also for the artist like because everybody sees them through this distorted lens of like oh my god they're amazing they're that character that i know so well but th that's not at all who they are it can feel very lonely or it can feel very empowering i remember a time i performed in where was it this time it was uh i think it was in in russia i did a festival in russia a competition and 
by the end, I was, you know, like, it was after the show, like an hour after the show. Not, not many people were still in the, the circus. It was a big one. It was a big hard circus. You know, they have those circus in Russia where it's not a tent. It's, a, it's an actual building, but built as a circus. So it's circular. And there's the stage, the round stage in the center and everything. And this uh, two girls came to me. I was with a friend and they, one of them like came to me and she was really shy and, you know, she was embarrassed, but she came to me, she looked at me and she was like, I love you. And I mean, that happened only one time in my entire career, but that was a pretty big deal. You know, like I, I didn't know that person and she, she fell in love with my character, you know, with me, the artist on stage, she, 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 she just you know, like something resonated for her. And I, I, I was that like love for her. And what the only thing I could do is like smile and say, thank you so much. And, and uh, maybe I said, like, I love you too. <laughs> I don't know. And, and then, you know, gently walked away because th there's nothing I can do like uh, about that because she was only seeing the character and she thought now that she was seeing me off stage that I was that character that I was that person but you know that that's not the case and and it's important not to confuse both because you know part of it is that we can become very egocentric and and like think we're so great because people you know look at us like that and or you know someone told me once i love you out of nowhere and and it can be very flattering but the truth is it's not me that she was loving it's that character and i should be able to stand next to that person and look at the character and tell the person yeah you're right this character is really awesome. I understand why you love that character and and critique or, you know, talk about that. But that's not me. And the other point I wanted to make is um, to, to, to like take criticism as a juggler, as a performer, especially in the circus. And I say that in a sense that the difference we have with actors, for example, is that a lot of the time an actor is not uh, a director. You know, it's rare to have like an actor that's actually directing the movie. It happens sometimes, but it's it's rare. Like usually you need to have a director who's like stepping back and looking at the, uh, looking at the show, looking at the movie, looking at the play or whatever it is from from afar so they can actually direct and and uh tell the actors and and the interpreters because that's what an actor is it, it, an actor is interpreting a character but also interpreting a vision like the the director's vision of that character so there's no responsibility as an actor of like the um, the success or like the the greatness of the overall movie 
you know, like a movie can be bad, but an actor can be brilliant. So you can have a brilliant actor doing an amazing uh, uh, performance in a bad movie. Uh, uh, and the opposite is true too. You know, like you can have a bad actor, but the overall movie is brilliant. So that's two different roles. As a critic, you can criticize both on two different levels. There's the acting and there's the directing. And normally you can see the difference. It's the same in like uh, dancing. A lot of dancers are interpreters. There's choreographers, very famous. You know, we have very famous choreographers that put put up a dance show. You know, like they put up a show and they hire or like it's a troupe and they have dancers. And then there's a choreographer that tells the dancer what to do. So, you know, if you go after to tell that you can see a dancer and be like, oh, my God you were like flawless it was beautiful it was so organic and you have so much talent but i didn't like the choreographies and it's like in a sense you're you as a dancer you're not responsible for the overall choreography of the show you're not designing that choreography you're interpreting the choreography and that's the difference in the circus we have traditionally now it's changing but traditionally actor uh, um, traditionally in the circus performers uh, create their own act so for me in my entire career i was always the director choreographer and interpreter performer of my act and that's also like another level f to to be able to take critiques to like understand the difference like um i can be a very good interpret of my act but still I can hear that there's something wrong with the act because I made a mistake on a directing level the way I design and wrote the act you know choreographed the act I can change things but it doesn't mean my um, interpretation of the act is is bad and because most of the time it's the same person doing both we have a, we have a hard time doing that. We have a hard time differentiating the two, and that that is very important to um, to move on and move up faster um, to take criti criticism better. Um, in a way, there's when I go on stage and I do the act, I don't think anymore about the choreography or the way I designed the act because if I go on stage and I still have the mindset in my mind that I'm the director of the act the problem is the temptation to change something while I'm performing and because I'm doing a bad job as a performer as an interpreter I'm not interpreting the act correctly and since I have like my double hat of like interpreter choreographer I'm going to think, oh, uh, there's a problem with the choreography. I'm going to change it. You never see that in a dan in dancing, for example. Like when you go see a, a dance uh, show, like whatever it is, like contemporary, uh, classical, whatever it is, like the dancer, if the dancer is feeling like, ah, it's not going really well today, I'm not on top of my game, the audience is a little off, they're not going to start changing the choreography. You know, it's like... it you can't touch that you know there's a very high respect on like 
the choreographer designed a choreography that makes sense because of the concept or whatever the reasons are there's um there's a concept like there there's a reason for that to be so you, you know like the 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 interpret the the dancer is not, it's not gonna like uh i'm gonna like change half of the choreography because i think it's gonna be better on the spot you know it's like you don't do that but in the circus you you can because you know after the show there's no director that's gonna come around and be like what the fuck you know like who do you think you are well, why do you change half of my choreography this is not the this is not how it's supposed to be we are our own director so the temptation is great to do that and this is always a bad road to go not when you're doing an improv you know like that's different if you're doing an improvisation then then that's not the same rules like of course you have to adapt but when you're doing an act that you, you know you i took time to develop an act like maybe a year or whatever you know like spend a long time writing down and creating the act once i go on stage and perform it i need to go through it the way i wrote it so i can have a good feedback about that so once i enter the stage i need to forget that i'm the director of that act and now i'm only the interpreter so when i interpret the act afterwards i can hear okay what was wrong with my interpretation so i can become a better performer and other like you know like other chapter what went wrong with uh how the act is written choreographed or whatever so i can make modification as a director and those are not the same things and we shouldn't compensate one with the other you know you shouldn't compensate a bad uh, having created a bad act with like performing over the top because i can see performers doing that also like pushing so hard in their interpretation that you know like they're filling up the void the the missing spaces of the a lack of good direction and and good choreography with just pure energy and the problem with the, i mean it can be great you know to see that but the problem is that when you go on tour and you do 10 shows a week for years uh, eventually you're going to burn out like you, you need to be able to manage your energy and so you need to be able to like do an amazing performance but only be let's say like 60 or 70% of your total uh, energy you know like of your total capacity to 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 push because if you're at 100% you can't sustain that like six days a week all the time it's impossible you know it's like you need to to push and and to give your best but to have a little margin of safety so you still have fuels for tomorrow because you know when you do a performance in the circus today's performance is not the ultimate uh, goal you know it's not like olympic games like tonight the night like you have one chance to win gold it's now push and do your max it's like when you're performing it's like no you're going to perform now it's like four o'clock and then you're going to do another show at eight and then you're going to go to sleep and wake up tomorrow and do another at four and then i ate and then this weekend you're even going to wake up earlier because you're going to show do a show at like 12 uh, to, you know and and then another one at 3 p.m and then uh maybe sometimes even another one at seven and then you're like what you know it's like it's a lot so you you need to both to be able to maintain a level that uh, you can sustain that level. So like 
filling up the void of uh, bad direction and bad choreography with just pure energy is not safe. Um, it's not a safe place to be. And the opposite is true too. Like, uh, you know, you, you can design the best performance ever, but if you have uh, like a poor understanding of owning the stage, uh, your relationship with the audience, um, how to... Uh, empower your skills and present them in a way that's um, powerful y you know you can have the best choreography and 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 um, concept for a show and everything and then it's just still boring you know you're like it, it becomes kind of like intellectual like the audience can be on an intellectual level it can be like, oh, oh wow yeah It's really well thought out. It's there's a lot to that and everything, but then on an experiential level, there's nothing. You know, it's like well, it was kind of boring. You know, and it's it's the differences. Like you, on as a director, you're working on the concept, on the intellectual, conceptual, analytical part, and as an interpreter, you're working on the like human, uh, physical, emotional. Uh, direct uh, relationship with the audience level and so the combination of both is really important and and as an artist um, maybe I mean that's what's great in the circus and as a juggler is that it's complete like I'm a complete artist because I'm working as a performer like on my art I'm working from all those different perspectives but it's important to to know that and be aware of that and not just think like I'm one person and all of those different aspects of me are me and and I'm always that person it's like no not always you know the director of my show I'm not always the performer once it's done it's done and most of the time I'm just me uh, like a regular Joe um think that's the right expression right a regular joe or something like that i'm a regular guy and and all of that is my work but it's not me it's, it's not who i am as a person it doesn't define me and um yeah i don't want to lose my lose that of my sight because uh I did, I think, when I was younger, and and then I, you know, I was very pretentious and very uh, full of myself, and and I think I was despicable. I I, I think a lot of people were like, well, "Who's this asshole?" You know, because I was being very uh, self-centered, and 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 I was not interested in anything else but me, and that. You know, it's like part of it, part of that, you know, helped me like focus on myself and really push myself, push, push my boundaries and like try to be better than I ever thought I could be because I was so into myself that I was spending, you know, like 99% of my time like uh, looking at myself, working on myself, pushing myself, analyzing myself. And some, a part of that is, is important, you know, it's important to like reflect on yourself and have a deeper understanding of who you are and, and what are your goals and um, what are your dreams and who, who, where you're coming from and where you're heading. You know, like there's a lot of questions that are important, but 
too much is just making me into an asshole, basically. So I had to understand by, um, I guess, pissing off a lot of people and disappointing a lot of people to, to you know, it took me a while to understand. I, I oh, I, I can calm down. Like, I don't have to be always like that. And actually, it's it's actually not serving me to think that I'm like that all the time because I'm not. Because, you know, like, there's this one time when a girl came to me and told me, like, I love you because she fell in love with the, the me on that was on stage. But for this one time, how many, like, thousands of people thought like oh my god what a fucking asshole you know <laughs> i don't know they didn't came to me to tell me like oh what a fucking asshole but i'm pretty sure there was a lot i remember one time well it was not really the same thing no it was not the same thing but it probably happened more than once the love thing happened only once that's for sure all right Time to wrap it up. So uh, I want to thank Play Juggling. Uh, go t- on the website, playjuggling.com, and get their stuff. They're amazing. And thank you, my brother from Head on Television. And remember, failure is an essential part of juggling. But failing is not a problem. The problem is not learning from your failures. So go ahead, juggle, fail, learn, repeat. Oh,